You are listening to an especial extended weekend edition of the TTD, Tani Talks Daf, the shit where we talk a Daf lesson a day in a few minutes away, especially as we're coming upon the Shavuos holiday and Memorial Day weekend as well here in 2023. So that is the way to go. We're going to do a special extended weekend edition. We're going to go from 8 to 13, God willing, going through a couple of days here, starting with Gemara on Gittin at number 8. Rav said that when a document reads your person and my possessions, in that case where the document reads all my possessions, the law is that the slave acquires himself, but he does not acquire the possessions. Even a single statement, all my possessions can be divided. It doesn't acquire the possessions. How often in life do we spend so much time acquiring possessions, not thinking about what we should be acquiring in life, acquiring Torah, mitzvahs, and chesed, which is the really most important. Don't waste your time acquiring accumulating materialism that you can't take with you after 120 years. Acquire spirituality, acquire good deeds, acquire a good name for yourself with helping people in this world. Moving over to Gittin 9, the Gemara talks about the idea, is a deaf mute legally qualified to serve as an agent for the delivery of a qu- of a get? And the mission talks about an other side that they are not allowed to, but the case talks about the missioner was talking about when he was well, and then he was not well, but different aspects of different things. So it brings to mind the idea of oftentimes in society, we think that people that have disabilities, that have difficulties, that have conditions, they can't contribute. But that is far from the case. There's always something that someone can give, even if, especially if, they have a disability, they have a condition, they have a difficulty in life, whether they give you their simcha sachayim, which is so much more pashat, which is so much more simple, when they have a different outlook on life. I just heard the other day someone explained in a book I was reading how she was given a child, her last child was given DS, was given Down syndrome, and the people said, oh my gosh, what a burden, and she said, what a privilege. Very high level, Baruch Hashem, but... His Simcha Sachaim is so simple, he could just look at the room and not think about all the trivialities, all the difficulties in life. He just smiles and just looks. Or she just smiles and just looks. Everyone can contribute something here. Even though the Gemara talks about whether they could be an agent or not, they could still be an agent of change, an agent of positive, an agent of good. Another story where a kid was born with a lot of difficulties, the whole world rallied together to pay for her surgery so that she could be having fixed in different areas, which is a beautiful, heartwarming thing. There's always something that people can contribute, whether or not we think they have difficulties or not in this life. Moving over to get to number 10, so 8, 9, and 10, and God willing, doing a few more to get us through the long extended weekend. The Gemara talks about any document in which there's a signature of a Kuthian witness is invalid, except for getting of woman and emancipation of slaves. And there was an instrument where they brought it before Abi Gamliel and Kafar Usnai. Woman's get and the witnesses signed were Kuthians, and he ruled that it was valid. Talking about the idea of documents and signatures, what can you do in this life to put your personal signature on to make a change in this world? What can you do in this life to make your personal initials, your personal affixation to contribute something in this life to do good in in this life. We want it to be that we leave our imprint, our signature, our legacy behind, God willing, besides for the physical, biological progeny that we shall be zochah to have and leave behind after 120 years. But what can we leave behind? What is going to be our legacy? What can we make or create or leave behind, whether it's a book or an article or a podcast or shiurim? Something you could do that you could donate and leave behind in this world in a good Torah, mitzvah, chesed kind of a way. Moving over to the idea of getting 11, that the idea 
Daf 11. Ravina considered ruling that a document processed by an assembly of Aramean judges was not an official court is valid, and they said, we learned in our mission, documents that have been processed by courts are valid. Talking about the idea of assemblies, oftentimes in life, too oftentimes in life, we assemble for scorners, we assemble for scoffers, for late sun, and for people that are poking fun, and Motsi Chairman Lashon Hara, how could we change that? How could we assume instead in life to make an assembly of good, of Lashon Tov, getting together just for Shaduchim, getting together for Torah, for Shi'urim, for Chesed, for accomplishing great things? Try to have assemblies in life that are assemblies of mitzvahs, assemblies of Chesed, assemblies of accomplishing wonderful things in this world, making a positive difference in this world through those assemblies. Moving over to get to number 12. The Gemara talks about how Rav Lazar needs a certain verse to warn a poor man about not taking payoff from his own field. It brings to mind in life how people define what is poor and what is rich. We know the Pirkei Avos teaches us in Dalit Aleph, Ben Zoma tells us, Ezehu Ashir HaSemech Bechalko. You might think a certain person is poor because they have a tiny house. You might think a certain person is poor because they only have one car. You might think a certain person is poor. They don't go on vacations. They don't go on trips. They can't do much and they don't get new clothes every five seconds. But maybe they're more richer than even you are. Maybe they're more richer than all of us combined because richness is not defined in materiality. Richness is not defined in materialism. Richness is not defined in possessions, in money. Real richness is quality of life, is impact, accumulating Torah, accumulating mitzvahs, accumulating chesed. How sad people don't realize this until after 120 years when they think about how they blew it. Warren Buffett famously said his last three words, or not Warren Buffett, excuse me, the, the founder, the creator, the CEO of Walmart, whatever his name was, he said his last three words, I blew it, because he spent so much time accumulating riches, which you can't take with you after 120 years, that he forsook and he had forsaken time with his wife and kids, which is the biggest loss of all. And moving over to get to number 13, talking about the idea of how an agent can cause a person to become married to permitted to marry a free woman as we think about the idea of Shavuos and Memorial Day where we commemorate all the people that gave their lives in order for us to live in a free country and to be in a free country and of course in Yom HaZikaron we think about that in Israel the idea of what is freedom what is true freedom Ein Ben Chorn Ela Misha Amal Torah Ela Misha She you know is involved in Torah I can't think of the verbiage but the real free person the real free person is the person that's involved in Torah, mitzvahs, and chesed. Don't define it by how much money you have, by how much possessions you have. Don't define it by, you know, what you're beholden to. The real free person is a person who really works in Torah, works in chesed, works in a life of obligation to Hashem, to be Mekad Hashem Shemayim. Then he's really, truly free to make the world a better place. As we come to Shavuos and Memorial Day, think about those who sacrifice for everyone to have the real freedom as we accept the Torah and understand that really we are free in this life. Join us next time, God willing, after the extended weekend where we continue with getting 14 here on the TTD.